So I did an inspection yesterday. This one is unique because it's a shelf basement. Now in downtown Salt Lake City, that's not that unique. But uh, this home, like others of its vintage, it was uh, it was actually a little newer than some of the others that are in downtown Salt Lake. But about 1920 uh, bungalow, and as is typical for homes that age, they they added on. Uh, in this case, once onto the backside and added about 10 feet. Uh, both structures were brick, so uh, fairly old on that first edition. So what had happened, and the reason I was called out is because somebody had, uh, Grandpa had created this plumbing mess. Uh, he had plumbing going every which way, and yeah, who knows what he was smoking back in 1932. But he had plumbing going everywhere, and then finally, uh, his main plumbing drain line actually drained out in the backyard uh, to to who knows where. So uh, this went through a shelf basement, and and then through the addition, and then further on down. The reason that all of this is a problem is that uh, Grandpa, back in the day, he uh, he he put that that sewer line in, it was cast, and that has since rotted out, and it was leaking, and it actually had caused, or it was now part of a hole that was about four to five feet deep. Um, that's That, of course, was cause for concern to the homeowner, and he wanted to know if this big old hole around the sewer line was now a structural failure or one waiting to happen. So I got there, and uh, I took a look at things. There was a lot of cracking at the house, which is never a surprise, given that it, the, the newest part of the structure was built in 1920. Well, no, the oldest part was. Um, but, you know, there was a lot of cracks, but surprisingly, there wasn't a lot uh, there on the backside of the house where the sewer line uh, left down through the foundation. Grandpa had gotten underneath the, uh, the foundation um, there on the exterior and, and just ran it out. And it looks like he didn't bother to backfill at all uh, because the hole was so large that there's no way that just dripping would have caused that. And, of course, this is a non-pressurized pipe, the sewer line. You know, maybe if it was a water line and it had been spraying water and gushing, there might have been washout that had happened that would happen over the decades. But that wasn't the case. This is the sewer line, so at worst case, it was just dripping. Um, I also noted that there was movement um, between the two structures. Uh, the newer one there and back, and the older one built in 1920. But it didn't look like there was rotation at all. So even though there were gaps, they, uh, they seemed to be about the same width, top and bottom. So this is just two structures moving like two different structures. So that wasn't a problem. And I asked the guy who'd been there, he said for eight years, if those had opened up at all. And he said no. So I took that off my list of things to be concerned about. Uh, these shelf basements are interesting. Basically what happens is in 1920, Grandpa builds a house, and then he goes, man, I need more space. So he digs out the crawl space, but he can't dig out underneath the footing because that would cause the structural collapse of the house. He knew that, and he didn't want to cause that. So he goes uh, three to four feet away 
from where that uh, foundation and footing is, he comes in to the house and then and then builds basically what amounts to a shelf. And that's what's called a shelf basement. They're very common in those older homes. And then someday further down the road, he decides that's still not enough space, so then the additions start. And like I say, those are all very common. And they will move differently, and so there is a, a lot of forgiveness associated with the additions not, not moving like one would hope especially if, if we don't have uh, drainage issues the way they should have been for all of those decades. So um, what was the, the verdict? Well, I, I told him that, uh, first off, he needed to replace the galvanized, or not the galvanized, the cast, cast iron uh, sewer line, what, what may have remained. Uh, there was ABS that could be easily replaced, but there was still cast that... Um, that was in there in a difficult place. And once that task is done, um, he wanted to put in what he called flow fill. And flow fill is just a fancy name for uh, concrete, but without the, with the rocks and uh, larger gravel. So flow fill basically is a way to fill in the hole so that structurally everything is, is supported. There's no gaps or holes. And that's great. You know, he wanted to do that. That's fine. Um, my only caution to him is that once we encase that, uh, that sewer line in that much concrete, nobody's ever going to be able to get to it again for any reason. And it would have to be all jackhammered out or, you know, you'd have to, you'd have to remediate by track hoe, which basically means tear down the house. So I told him, uh, you know, and that may be a hundred years from now, so that's okay because I'm doubting that home's going to last another hundred years anyway. But um, I told him that he definitely needed to, um, you know, make sure that we had a, um, a PVC line that was going to last theoretically forever so that we didn't have to get in and replace that ever. The other good news I mentioned to him is that if we've got concrete or flow fill, as the case may be, uh, and that PVC line were to disintegrate completely, uh, we've still got a pipe that is the the concrete that, that was placed around there. So that's, you know, obviously that wouldn't be great, but it's uh, it's not a bad worst-case scenario. So that's, uh, that's how I solved that problem, 1920 home. Um, yeah, 1920 home, shelf foundation, uh, big old gap, and um, worried homeowner.